Walking Out Your Faith Podcast, Episode 1. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Out Your Faith Podcast. I'm Dr. Kathleen Talent. This podcast is focused on ways to grow and strengthen your Christian faith and what that actually looks like in our daily lives. Okay, let's get started. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for medical or mental health advice. Individuals are advised to seek independent medical advice, counseling, and or therapy from a healthcare professional with respect to any medical condition, mental health issue, or health inquiry, including matters discussed on this podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Kathleen Talent, and welcome to Walking Out Your Faith podcast. I'm a Christian life coach and a psychologist, and I wanted to start this podcast, Walking Out Your Faith, to help us to live out our faith and really understand what faith looks like day to day. I decided to launch this podcast after uh, several decades, a couple decades of working in the um, field of psychology. And I've learned a lot. I've um, experienced my own um, kind of trials and tribulations and talked to a lot of other people about stress, anxiety, trauma in their lives and how they can thrive and flourish despite what's happened to them in their past. And um, later on, Um, about five years ago, actually a little less than that, I decided to become a Christian life coach. And I got some amazing training in that. And I um, just wanted to share some of the things that I've put together so far, in terms of faith and how to really apply it in our lives, but also to really put uh, for myself and then to encourage others to really put our um, detective uh, hats on and, and just explore and help learn and understand together how to grow in our faith. So again, what that really looks like in our life, day to day, real time. That's one of the things that I've been trying to figure out for myself and grow in and, and try to just explore that. And so this podcast is really going to do that from all different angles. So sometimes I'll be sharing some information and just some topics, themes, but also uh, even more, most importantly, uh, we're going to be integrating the Word of God, the Bible, um, because as Christians, that's really uh, words to live by, and also to talk and um, interview people who may be um, just from all walks of life. Some of them will be Christian coaches. Some will be Christians who are um, living out their faith and um, doing their very best to walk in their faith and walk in the way and learning from each other. And I believe we all have 
pieces of the puzzle that we, as when we come together in faith as Christians, that we can learn from one another and grow together. So the Bible tells us, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So when things get more and more chaotic in the world, we need to do that. The Bible is a prescription for living. So we're not to focus on what's in front of us in the world. We are to um, get our strength and our courage and our understandings um, from Jesus Christ himself. And we need to keep our thoughts focused on that which is above. The Bible in Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Okay? Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. So we're trying to keep it real here and figure out, well, what? how do we do that? You know, that sounds great. I want to do that. Let's do more of that. But how? How do we do it? How do we apply it? So some of the goals of this podcast that um, I'd like to share um, and also just talk with others about and help us understand is to help Christians walk out their faith their Christian faith with confidence, with courage, with calmness. It's what I call calm glory, staying calm in the storm and living in God's glory with clean minds and a clean heart. So that means cleaning up our act, okay, identifying our sins, things that aren't in alignment with God. Sometimes we don't even know it. Or if we do, we have trouble uh, stopping it. You know, these may be unhealthy habits or Um, limiting beliefs. Much of it's unconscious, much of it we're not aware of. But even when we are, there's a process of almost like deprogramming from the lies and reprogramming, okay, into the truth, the truth of God. That's part of what walking out our faith means. So we're going to explore what are some of the fundamental elements of our faith, of our Christian walk, and things that we need to be doing every day. Those are things like prayer, reading the Bible, recognizing and repenting for sin, but also other things like spiritual warfare and inner healing and deliverance. Those things that are vitally necessary to help clear out our negativity and help us to have clean minds and a clean heart. The Bible says the battle is in the mind. So whether that's negative mindsets, um, unhealthy habits, limiting beliefs, past trauma, stress, grief, all those things that may be interfering with our ability to walk out our faith. These are all the things we're going to be talking about. And it's really, at the end of the day, not about us. It's about Jesus. So letting Jesus Christ heal your wounds or your perceived wounds that may be in your mind, because remember, the battle is in the mind. And Jesus is our healing. It's not about self-help. It's not about us doing something or self-care or about us, basically. It's about him. So the Bible tells us we are to die to self and to die to the world. Okay. But how do we do that when the world is telling us, well, work on yourself, do self-care. There's self-help books everywhere. You know, I'm not um, kind of bashing all of that. There's some positivity in that. But really, it's missing the mark. 
Okay, those could be supplemental guides, perhaps. Um, sometimes they might lead people astray. But the real healing and our real true health and reaching our full potential is in Jesus Christ. It's really, that's really it. He's the one. Okay, he's God. And but whether you realize it or not, we're all in a battle. It's a battle for your mind. It's a battle for your soul. And as troops, okay, as like what I like to say, Christian soldiers, we all need to come together and strengthen ourselves in battle. And we need to identify those things that weaken ourselves in the battle. Okay, I like to think about myself and other Christians being Christian soldiers on the front lines in this world, and Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief. Okay, We also have to know who our enemy is. Sometimes the enemy has come in through our own thoughts. Okay, So the enemy could be within, and we have to identify that and make course corrections. Sometimes the enemy is other people or things that may influence us. Okay. We are to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves and we, as we walk and move in the world. So we're going to be talking about how to do that, how to really do that, not just in theory, but in application. So in essence, it's about how do we prepare for the kingdom and walk in the way with glory, honor, and obedience to Jesus Christ. So before you can walk out your faith, you have to walk in your faith. So really, the journey is from the inside out. That took me a long time to figure out, and I'm still figuring it out. But it really does require going inward first. So healing, clearing, removing shame, self-doubt, insecurity, fears, and really giving that up to Jesus Christ, surrendering to him, and walking and living in the world, knowing that Jesus Christ is your father, he is God, and he's your commander in chief. Okay. He isn't just a prophet. He wasn't a master, um, just a master, like the new age folk will say. Okay. He is God. And the world denies him even today, just like it did when he walked on the earth. Okay. So we're living in unprecedented times. You all might be feeling this. You know that things are coming. Uh, things are going on. Things are, you know, stresses, um, some chaos really in the world. And we need to gather together and keep preparing and get ready. We need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ, on what is coming, and how to prepare for it so we can continue to walk through it, to walk through the storm. And kind of like when we do that, it will be like being in the eye of a hurricane, okay? Because amazingly, within the hurricane and the eye of the hurricane, there is peace and there is calm. There could be winds and rains and storms swirling all around us, But if we're in that eye, right in that center, and keeping our hearts and our minds and our eyes, ears, everything focused on God, on Jesus Christ, 
we are going to have that peace that passeth all understanding. We are going to be safe. We're going to be provided for, and we're going to be taken care of. So that's what this is all about. Keep your eyes and your focus, including your thoughts on Jesus Christ, and you'll have peace and calm in the storm. You'll have guidance on what to do. He will tell us. He will instruct us. That's part of this walk. Okay. In my heart, I um, kind of know that, that we are to keep aligned with him. We're to keep focused on him. Why? Well, because we are to be obedient to him and we're his children, but also as a father, right? He's going to guide us like a shepherd. He is our shepherd. Like sheep in the flock, he is going to protect the sheep. But we, the sheep have to, like us, not be tuning in and listening to the world. We have to be focused on our shepherd and listen to him. Uh, remove all interference. Be mindful or cautious about the wolves around you or the interference around you. And instead, focus in and tune in to our shepherd, to our creator. And he will lead us through the storms and into the kingdom. He's, he's the only answer. So it's really to be counted among the walking faithful, even when the walking dead is all around us. We have to prepare to occupy. Oh, I actually heard something. It's kind of interesting. It was from, I, I kind of take note and information from all kinds of sources and interpret it, listen, sort of tested or use discernment. I've come to do this. And this is an interesting comment that I heard from someone who wasn't Christian, but they, um, they sort of said something that rang true to me in their own way. They said, we have to prepare to occupy our consciousness, making sure we're not in the blame game and taking advantage of all the opportunities for us to go within and expand our thinking and become psychologically flexible because change is coming. We have no idea of the daily change that will come based on these bigger changes. And then they went on to say, we're all going to be shocked at some level at what we're wrong, what we were wrong about. It wouldn't be a test if you didn't know the answers. You or if you knew the answers in advance, it wouldn't be a test, right? You have to uh, figure it out as we go. And I agree with that. Now, they weren't talking about Jesus, though, okay? They were more, you know, kind of light and love and, oh, we're going to ascend, that kind of stuff. We're going to do it on our own. But I'll tell you what the answer is to this test. It's Jesus Christ. He's the only answer. And Jesus Christ is coming. And Jesus Christ is God and every knee shall bow. Romans tells us, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So whether they know it or not, they kind of know something's coming, all right? Something's coming down the pike, but they don't either, they're not aware, or they don't acknowledge that it's Jesus Christ. But we know in our heart of hearts that our King is coming. We don't know the day or the hour, but we do know the season. So it's about exercising your faith. We all have to exercise our faith. Faith is a verb. Okay. So we have to die to self more and more. Um, 
live in humility with a humble heart, lower the volume of the ungodly things in the world, and even our own selves or egos, and live for Jesus Christ. Be still and know that he is God. He is in your heart. The law is written on your heart. Sometimes we just have to get out of the way or get other things out of the way to really feel into that and lean into that. Okay? We need to enhance our connection with him, to him, and our relationship with him. We need to be still and know that he is God. And just allow the Holy Spirit to fill you up. Okay? To fill up that emptiness or fill up that pain or confusion or stress or whatever you might be dealing with. Okay? And we have to be ready at all times for the joyous return of our King. Jesus Christ is how you heal. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about him. So walking out your faith is actually everything. Okay. And um, it's the little things and it's the major big things and everything in between. So that's what we're going to be talking about and discovering. And that's part of my faith journey is figuring this stuff out. I certainly don't have all the answers. I've been trying to put together pieces of the puzzle. And we need each other to do that. We need to have conversations about this. The world doesn't want to talk about God. The world wants to silence us. But um, we do have a voice. We have to find our voice. And we have to have uh, like minds and like hearts come together. And we need to get back to basics. We need to connect with God and his creation. We need to enhance our positive godly inputs and reduce negative ungodly inputs so that we can more and more purify ourselves, purify our hearts and our minds to have those clean minds and a clean heart and to heal and purify our temples, the temple of our bodies. Now, Jesus Christ is going to fully heal us and transform us into new men and women. But you know what? Right now, the work we can do is to grow in our faith and to at least meet him halfway or part of the way to take action and and right action, to be righteous, to be obedient, to reach your full potential and identify and fulfill your mission and your reason for being here. Why did God put you here on this earth? Are you following his will and meeting your potential and fulfilling your mission? And if not, why not? And how can you course correct and do that? All of us need to do the inner work to align more fully with God and his will. Things like releasing toxic reactions or emotions like shame and guilt, which are really put on us from the world and maybe from our childhoods or from past traumas or negative experiences. We also need to identify and remove or correct negative thoughts and limiting beliefs like I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. Um, God doesn't love me. Yes, he does. And you are good enough. And you are worthy. You are priceless, actually. So things have blocked the prosperity and the promises of God that prevent us from keeping calm and carrying on, okay, with what Jesus Christ has planned for you in your life and embracing who we are, expressing your faith in the world, in your daily activities, 
and in your walk with God. I'll leave with one last thing. The Bible says, and what I've learned as I've read the Bible and tried to really understand it, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So part of walking out your faith is to make it alive, to express it, and to live it out, to walk it out, because we're walking in the way. That's our goal. Okay. So a few fun facts about me. So I am a psychologist and um, I grew up in Virginia in a very rural area uh, called uh, Westmoreland County. It's actually the county and it's the county where George Washington was born. So George Washington's birthplace is there. Um, Some of you may have heard about this, but Um, I thought it was kind of boring growing up, but wow, as I've gotten older, I really appreciate it because, um, the founding fathers, um, were connected with that place. And in fact, my mother did genealogy, um, and a lot of genealogical research and lo and behold, found out that, um, we were related. I'm related to George Washington on both sides which is kind of cool. Um, people living in that area who haven't moved, moved away for centuries, um, probably many of them are related to him, but, but I can say that, and that's pretty cool. I have three kids. They are uh, two girls and a boy. And um, so I have two girls and a boy, and uh, they are um, either graduated from high school entering college or almost graduated from high school. So I am entering in and entering more and more into that empty nest phase, which is a huge transition, a huge stressor, but also a huge opportunity. So I'm interested in talking to other Christians, women, especially uh, with the empty nest and men who um, can kind of capitalize on that opportunity to sort of take this phase of our life the season of our life and really grow and make the most of it. Let's see. Those are two things. A couple other things. Um, My favorite book or set of books besides the Bible, of course, is um, our Nancy Drew books. Okay. I read them as a child growing up in the seventies and just loved them pretty much all of them. And um, there was something about Nancy Drew. She was just cool, calm, collected, and she was curious. She was classy. She um, just kind of figured it out. You know, she was a the like the a girl sleuth. You know, a detective who solved mysteries, and there were always these interesting things coming up in her life, and just sort of by happenstance, right? And she sometimes stumbled upon these things. And with her and her and her friends, okay, or her neighbors or her family, she explored, discovered, and um, kind of solved mysteries by putting clues together. I think it's a good metaphor for us as Christians because uh, we are to um, be like sleuths or detectives. Uh, be a little like Nancy Drew, or I guess if you're a guy, the Hardy Boys, if you know who they are. Uh, but be like them in our lives where we're kind of identifying clues, 
um, aspects of our lives that may um, connect with our faith. I mean, let's face it, it's all about God. That's the whole reason we're here, and that's the whole reason for living. So you can find things, kind of uh, signal in the noise, so to speak, that can help you um, grow in your relationship with God and in your faith. So that's those are some of the things we're going to be talking about, too, I think, to connect that, to kind of put some clues together. Okay. And I guess the last thing I'll, I'll say um, is that I truly love music, uh, worship music, and almost any kind of music, as long as it's positive and, you know, kind of inspiring and, you know, things like that. And, um, you know, and so anytime we can bring in some good music or different, um, you know, kind of inspirations like that, I definitely want to do that. Um, and, you know, many of you may love music too. I actually have a harp which I got uh, a few years ago, and I never really learned how to play it. I started some um, s- some lessons, but um, I, it didn't really I didn't really do much with that. And um, I actually started lessons with this wonderful harpist from I think she was in South Africa, who I saw on YouTube, and she has beautiful, beautiful harp music. I think her name's Christy Lynn. I'll have to look her up, but I started harp tra- lessons with her, but it only lasted a couple lessons, and then she kind of, I don't know if she fired me or just said, well, you know, I i guess she didn't have the time. I was a v- true novice, and it was like virtual training, you know, across the globe, and she just said, listen, you need to do this in person. You need somebody to really work with you. So I think she teaches like beginning harp online, which is great. And her music is so beautiful. I'll find some and add some to the podcast or include links. But um, yeah, I needed a little bit more help. So anyway, I started some in-person training and um, then I moved and that just didn't take off. So if anybody likes the harp or knows about good ways to learn the harp, please let me know. I also love to sing. And um, there's a whole story about that. Um, I, uh, I'll tell you all later about it. But singing is just joyous, and it's a way we can praise God. So anyway, um, the last thing I want to say is really um, don't lose hope. If you're still here, if you're still breathing, you're resilient. And we learn through contrasts. We learn through the bad and the good. And we have to move through it, not around it. Okay, we can't bypass anything. We're here to learn. um, And that's how we grow in our faith. And ultimately, that's how we grow closer to God. So everything, all the good, but also all the bad, all the pain, all the trauma, all the sins, all the disappointments, everything that is of the world and not of God that you have taken in, that you were exposed to or harmed by can all be used for good. God says that all things work for good. They can be used to help you grow and thrive. All can be forgiven. All can be healed. If you ask God for that forgiveness and repent with a true, humble heart and love him in faith and just just abide in him, rest in him. 
We're going to be talking about ways to do that because, again, it sounds great. But what does it really look like? You know, what are the ingredients? It's kind of like baking a cake. The cake's wonderful. You want the cake. But how do you put it all together to really get the outcome you want? How do you walk out your faith? How do we all walk out our faith? Healing from the inside out to grow and fulfill our missions and serve our King, Jesus Christ. So you all, thank you for being here. I'll say a prayer. Um, Father God, thank you so much for bringing this community together and anyone who has been uh, stumbled upon this podcast and is listening. Father God, please, um, um, we ask that all of them receive the blessing um, of the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit, help all of us to walk out our faith in our daily lives to serve you, our King, Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen. So be it. Until next time, thanks for listening. This podcast is going to be so much fun, and I can't wait to get going. I don't want you to miss it. So please subscribe to the Walking Out Your Faith podcast right now. And please let your family and friends know about it too. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, I'd really appreciate it because we can get help get the word out and help others join this community where we can focus on walking out our faith together. And don't forget, you can reach me to set up a free introductory discovery call for coaching or to be a guest on this podcast. Contact me at drtalentcoaching at gmail.com. That's drtalentcoaching at gmail.com. And that's talent with two L's. Or contact me on Facebook at Dr. Kathleen Talent. That's all for now. Thanks so much and looking forward to seeing you for another installment of the podcast next week. Blessings.